Everybody's walking around like toothpicks out here and muscles, muscles of toothpicks going on here. <laughs> yeah, and fake breasts. You see a lot of fake breasts. Oh my. <laughs> my gosh. Uh, you didn't prepare me <laughs> I believe I'm a composer that is modern times, you know? Oh, absolutely. Hans Zimmer and everyone like that, yeah, that do love digital sound, but I don't believe they was born into it as I was. Yeah. You know, I was already influenced by Hans Zimmer's music and Alan Silvestri's music and Alfman's music and everyone's music, so... I've already gained from their experiences. Sorry to cut you off, but oh, that again yeah. adds to the human arrogance that they're going to contact us first. Yeah. How do you know that they might not see cats or dogs as the more intelligent species? They're so assertive of ourselves and our own confidence. And, and Chris, just to interrupt you, that sometimes cats and dogs are the more intelligent species, given the way people <laughs> behave lately. <laughs> I mean, I, touché, I touché, touché. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I'm a symphony. Yeah. You know, I'm a synth man, so <laughs> I don't need the, the full weight of the piano keys. Yeah. I, I play synths. Yeah, a little, your little symphomaniac there. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> uh, and, and this may sound terrible, but I don't care if it sounds terrible. But the thing is, is I don't care now to have good conversations. I've had good conversations with a lot of people. What I want to have now is something that's fun, great sex, I need something that's gonna. That's it, sir. You know, let, let's just lay the cut. <laughs> I, I want need... raw animalistic. Absolutely, love. Man, I do. You know what I mean? I... I've done. Listen. I've done the gentleman scenario. If you, if if people don't get that I'm a gentleman and a bit weird and a bit nerdy, then I can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you should know that I have got testosterone flowing through my body. Absolutely, babies. man. I mean, and you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I could mix like. Somebody that you can bring to, a, you know, that you can attend an event with, with somebody who you can have as your own personal porn star. That would be the perfect situation right there, man. <laughs> that is brilliant. You know, if you could mix that. Yeah, yeah, in. mutually. Like, you know, you know, nothing, nothing like uh, pervy, like, you know. Yeah, I mean. Just, yeah. just, just friends with benefits sort of yeah, thing. A, yeah, a fun, uh, spontaneous freak that is, that you know, obviously can hold it down in a certain environment too, as well. Uh. Sort of a mix. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole, and you know me as the host and producer of this show. And my goodness, I am broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. The sun has set and the moonlight is now upon us it is 4 25 a.m here on saturday some of you are probably getting in from a wonderful night out some of you are probably waking up and dreading that morning grind but i want to thank you for joining me on this podcast here tonight i want to remind all of you that you can listen to all the episodes of this show if you subscribe to our podcast there on itunes look for cinema after dark you can also find us on stitcher tune in and google play and you can find us live now on the mixler app that's mixlr.com under cinema after dark make sure you follow us there and you'll be able to uh, listen to us live remember if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast make sure you reach out to me via the contact link that is on our website over at cinemaafterdark.com just make sure you have some skin in the game, though, prior to reaching out. And by skin in the game, 
you definitely need to have a few credits under your belt. We value that for credibility purposes here on the show. Also want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. Remember, this is an information and discussion-based podcast. We do not censor ourselves, and we sure the hell do not censor our guests. So please keep in mind that there might be views and opinions expressed on this podcast that may not reflect the opinions of the host. Well, for this live broadcast here, it's a cool little test here. It, uh, it's kind of funny because the gentleman that we're going to bring on here is Someone that many who are familiar with the show are familiar with. He's the mastermind behind the music on the, uh, the show. And let me just, let me just say that this gentleman has really done some wonderful work here. And, uh, oh God, let me just bring him on this, uh, show here tonight. What's going on, Chris? <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? Oh my! I'm really good. I mean, I, I've missed your voice. Oh I've man, speaking I, to your voice. Oh man, I I, I appreciate that. You've got uh, quite a voice there yourself, Mister. My goodness! And listen, man, I um I'm really glad to have you on. This is kind of a a special sort of test here in the wee hours of the night. And what time is it over there in your neck of the woods? It's half 11 a.m. over here. Oh, my goodness gracious. That is insanity. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me give you a chance to introduce, obviously, yourself to our listeners. But, I mean, you've been on the show, you know, a couple of times before. You've done so much wonderful work for the show. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. But why don't you kind of bring people up to speed as to, you know, what your thing is, what you do out there. <laughs> I uh, gather weird sounds and try and form them into some form of music <laughs> in, in a nutshell sort of thing. <laughs> right, right. It's good stuff. Now, you know, let's give them a little bit of context. Those who may have not had an opportunity to be introduced to you, where were you born and raised and how did you kind of get started in this whole like film composing thing? I mean... You know, briefly speaking, because we'll direct them back to a couple of your uh, episodes. But, you know, would you please introduce yourself again to our listeners? Yeah, I'm from uh, a small little town in the UK called Cheltenham, which is in uh, the county of Gloucestershire. So I'm a little country boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, I've just always admired film, always admired film, just being literally drawn to it. Right. And um Ever since I, as I was obviously growing up, you, you tend to every next year, you tend to just get more serious. And I think it wasn't until I was like 16, I got my uh, first taste of a uh, studio. Wow. I, 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 I knew then that this was it. This is my life. And if I can't do this and I ain't on this planet. <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because, you know, there's, and even tonight is a perfect example of that. And I, I kind of appreciate you coming on the show here, kind of a spontaneous thing there. I wanted to do a test and you were ready to go, man. And I know we've spoken about it a little bit briefly, but I appreciate you really jumping in here. But it's funny because of the late night hours, I always find you up. I mean, us creatives, I swear, <laughs> we don't sleep, man. And you don't sleep no. because I'm, I mean, it's crazy. I'm up late and I think I'm crazy for it. And, you know, I turn around and I'll send you a, a message there and you're up and I'm like, damn, he's up at like, I mean, it's ridiculous hours, man. How much sleep do you actually get? Three to four hours. I mean, that first <laughs> message you sent me earlier, it was 4am for me <laughs> and that was 4am for you. I find that really ironic. That's so cool. That's so 
cool because I'm like, I know that halfway across our pond, yeah. you're, living, you're living the dream that I'm doing, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm in the boat and I'm like at 4am, I'm thinking, really, Chris, what are you doing? What, why are you up, mate? Yeah, it's crazy. Then a little voice comes in my head. Don't worry, Max will be up at 4am <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, man. It's crazy being up uh, so late at uh, night. But, you know, I find... Chris, that that's when the mind sort of works the best creatively. Do you find that to be the case? It's sort of like a calm time when you can kind of just sit there, reflect, and you know maybe reflect on some of the ideas that you come up with earlier in the day. That kind of a play in your uh, your 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 syntax there, and yeah, you just kind of um, it seems like it's it's easier to create at night. The world's kind of quiet. Yeah, I mean, for me, definitely. I mean, for the way I do, because obviously I've got a, a regular type of job as well. Yeah, me too. So right. when when you come home from work and you know you've got work the next day, it's like your mind goes, you're creative now. Yeah. <laughs> Gets to like 3 a.m. and you're thinking, I need to get to bed because I've, I've got to do things tomorrow. And it's like, your mind's like, no, you need to finish this, mate. Right. Suffer the consequences tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know? It's crazy. But <laughs> it, it seems to be, yeah, whenever... Whenever you've got plans, that my mind kicks into that next gear that is just purely focused. Yeah. And then the days when I feel like I can lounge around, like today I haven't got nothing planned. Oh, nice. My mind don't want to work. <laughs> my mind don't want to work. So it's like, come on, I'm, I'm thinking, I've got, I've, done, I've done my usual piano practice this morning. Yeah. Easy. And then I thought to myself, I'll, I'll carry on with this sonata I was working on. Huh. Tried to lay down uh, the next theme and it just wasn't working just wasn't yeah. working yeah, and I've, you know there's no point beating yourself up when you get like you might as well just stop doing what you're doing yeah it's so and true. then just focus on something else yeah similar to writer's block with composing so you kind of get like a composer's block and then yeah. you know you let it go for a little let it breathe for a little bit huh yeah because I, I i'm not sure whether anyone else feels this but i don't like forcing things yeah you know for the sake of forcing it I know, like, uh, you know, say when we was uh, composing the bumper music. Yeah. It didn't seem forced, even though we sort of set, like, a deadline for it. And yeah. we was really pushing it forward and coming up with some brilliant ideas. It still didn't seem forced. Yeah, right. I, right. I uh, love that quote where you said, and it was like, it's like an organic flow. It was just natural. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I, by the way, it let, me give, let me give our listeners some context to uh, folks who haven't had an opportunity to listen to your episode and, you uh, previous episode of yours chris created the bumper music for the show and amongst all pretty much all the music for this podcast and yeah you just really did a just a kick-ass job at it i mean you came up with something that was just perfect and what i love about it is it, it's just got the right pulse to it and i don't know how you came up with that i mean you sent me several samples that were just ridiculously awesome but you came up with this and it just i just knew it it worked it just it was just right and you did a couple little tweaks here and there, but wasn't really much editing to it. It it was it was no. crazy. <laughs> What's interesting about you, and, and this is how badass this was, was I literally reached out to you and, and I was like, Would you would you want to take a crack at the the show bumper? And yeah, I gave you some guidelines. I think I could have given you even a little bit better, uh, a little bit better direction there. But either way, it was crazy because you kind of took it you you had a feel for the type of stuff that I was into and you just took it from there and just worked your magic. And I was blown away by it. I really was. I was like, man, this guy is just awesome. Not to mention the, how fast your turnaround time was. It was sick. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm really blows my mind still. Oh, I was just I was just gonna say that is the joy of collaboration. I didn't compose that piece, so we composed that piece together. Man. You know, and that is the fundamental key in my mind anyway, is music's a collaboration thing. Yeah. You know? All right, a composer, as with writers, you we might get lucky as creatives, that one piece where you're on your own, but I mean the best works are in collaboration. Right, right. You know, yeah. and uh, if you wasn't vibing with me and we wasn't having that flow, the piece wouldn't have come about. I don't wouldn't like to take credit all for that because you you had a big part in that, sir. And I thank you for that. Oh, man, I thank you. It's it's just um, it's amazing how these things work. And uh, you blew my mind with that and some of the other stuff that you've done for the show. It's just been it's been really, really wonderful. I'm so excited to work with you on some uh, upcoming film projects. I know we've been talking about that for quite some time, uh, too, as well. And that kind of leads into my next uh, question for you, man, is like, what's been on your slate lately? I know you've been making some ridiculously awesome sounds and sequences and all kinds of stuff. Um, you've been sharing with me behind the scenes, and it's been just awesome. I mean, you create the type of sounds that I like to write to. It's really inspiring. Triggers some type of I don't know, some type of uh, <laughs> explosion in the brain, some kind of mindgasm there, Chris. And uh, <laughs> I started going amazing. to work creatively, man. It's 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 awesome. But you know, what's going on in your world? You know, what's when you what are you doing in your free time? One thing I wanted to ask you too is, do you have like kind of like a mechanism? Oh, there's the there they are, the the dogs, man. The dogs. Yeah. <laughs> what are their names again, by the way? I got a uh, Waldo is my uh, German nice. shepherd cross with a husky. <laughs> And then I got my little Jack Russell, which is the one you just oh, heard man. then. It's one of my and favorites. And his name's Teddy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love Jack Russell's. Awesome. My goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, with this whole, you know, composition uh, technique, do you have, like, a triggering mechanism? Like, is there something to get you started? What's going on now? How's everything been? Uh, basically, uh, yeah, my my workflow is, is kind of right there. You know, like, I had uh, two students, and they was learning electronic music, but it sort of fizzled out, you know what I mean? Their enthusiasm for it. Yeah. Which was quite gutting for me because I was really, I just made loads of tunes and signs for them. And I was just like, come on, come on. And I got, <laughs> I think I got a bit too enthusiastic for them because I thrash around a lot, sir, <laughs> in my room. And it, I'm not sure, it must get intimidating or something because they didn't want to come back. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but I do get into the zone, you know, once, once yeah. I'm there, and that post is going, my, my head starts going. And then before you know it, I'm standing up and then I can't be ad responsible. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know? that's awesome. So it just comes organically and you just kind of roll with it, right? Yeah, but there is definitely a mechanism. Like I said, yeah. I've been studying music, I mean, in depth, like every single genre of music for years. Yeah. And that is personally uh, just for, there was an episode I, I really love. Uh, it was with chloe rains oh yeah she's fantastic the uh licensing yeah she's yeah she's wonderful. and you was talking about obviously uh licensing music for films right. and how expensive it can be yeah thank you for listening to that episode it's episode 125 for those listening chloe brilliant rains. episode I, I i definitely recommend listening to that one appreciate such that. a brilliant guest yeah she was wonderful wasn't she fantastic yeah yeah such a great personality yeah yeah good 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 stuff um I'm glad you got. But, uh, yeah, you that, but... was talking about uh, licensing. Yeah. And then I, w I, I really wanted to say something because 
this is what I've always wanted to do. Now, say you're making a film. Yeah. You're an independent director. You haven't got the time nor the funds to go around searching for, say, 50 different licenses and all these different genres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm the best at each individual genre, but I know when I do that genre, I'm in that genre, you know? Right. So say, like, if we're making a film and you're like, all right, we've got this. But now, wouldn't it be cool if we could have like a hip hop beat coming over with some strings or something? You know, we could have any element of dance music into the score, you know? Yeah, that's what I think is a unique skill set you have. You can create pretty much any sound. You know, we've worked on a variety of different things. I've heard so many different types of sounds from you. It's just amazing. All across genres. It's it's really brilliant. So in a you know, perfect scenario, or maybe a not so perfect scenario, say somebody you know, wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way to kind of approach it? You know, what do you prefer from that other uh, person? Just to be themselves and be like, I've got this project coming up. I dig what you're doing. Is there any chance we could uh, figure something out? I would then message them back and say, look, whatever you want, hopefully we can create together and then we can take it from there. That's fantastic. Very, 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 very cool. Now, what's been on your slate lately? I know you've been making a lot of unique uh, music. Yeah, I've uh, just been, since we've had been having that talks of sounds and everything, and you introduced me to Gavinsky, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. I Love was it. like, yes, he gets it. He, he knows my musical taste. So when I see a link now, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, prepare yourself, lock yourself in, Chris, because you're going to hear something awesome. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, just from, so from that, it's just what I'm trying to do, what I've been doing in the last, couple of months is building up what i've been calling my max sound bank mm, nice so all of the things that we've been talking about sound wise and what you like and what we can do i've just been trying to create our own sort of sound oh very cool yeah. our sound so like when we do something like uh, with the bumper music right. it's something that we created together yeah. you know it's commercial but it's still got that freshness there I- I always want that freshness. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you certainly got that down to a T. It's funny because of falling in love with a lot of your synth work. And, I, you know, I love synths, man. It's like oh. that stuff is, oh, man. And some I people hate it. I love synth. I know, I know. What's it's insane. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I love MIDI key because my scenario is basically I'm not the richest man. Yeah, I me mean, either. I live, I live paycheck to paycheck. So right. the birth of the midi keyboard for me to have an 88 key piano at my disposable i know it's not a four weighted keys but i'm a synther yeah you know i'm a synth man so (laughs) i don't need the the full weight of the piano keys because i I play synths yeah you're a little symphomaniac there yeah (laughs) good stuff (laughs) now we got to switch gears for a minute man we're going to stop talking all this you know fun film talk but we'll come maybe we'll come back to it but i need to ask you now i see you jumped on board the Steelers train, and I have oh, to. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, as uh, you know, that. I am a newbie to the black and gold. Yes, yes, it's good stuff, though. You know a lot about the team, and it's funny because you're like, how many miles away? A ridiculous number of miles away, and you know so much about them. I need to know how this happens out there. So, how are the games broadcast? Do you get like our national games or? You know, or do you uh, watch on the internet? How do you uh, usually I, watch? Follow. I'm uh, at the moment. I'm just watching a lot of the Steelers history online. Cool. But, I mean, in the UK, 
we get select games. So, you know, you're going to get a lot of New England Patriot games and silly games, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah. They're just going for the major games. So you cannot specifically follow one team. They just show random games here and there. The ones that they think are drawing the big audiences. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. But it's hard for... for mm. For any of us uh, Brits to get into an actual team. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. And then, you know, how do you access it? Like, are there a lot of blocks and restrictions on the, you know, NFL type of content? Or is it becoming a little bit more popular over there? Because you guys have uh, what I guess my Australian friends would call footy, right? Like soccer. Yeah, football, yeah. soccer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you a fan of that too? No, no. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is quite ironic. I used to right. like it as a kid. I mean, when I met my dad many moons ago, he introduced me to American football. Uh, and I wow. actually took the mick out of him and like we play football over here, soccer. Yeah. Many years later, I'm in I'm actually getting into American football now, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> it's it's super good stuff. How do you think the Steelers are gonna do this year? They went to the FC championship. Last year, Tomlin's leading them all the way, sir. Oh Trust my me. God, I would love that. Trust the me. thing is, New England is so good that it's hard to get past them. I couldn't believe they came back and won the. Uh, they Super are Bowl. amazing, but yeah. the thing I don't like about uh, the New England Patriots is they get so much. Uh, Tom Brady gets so much stick. It's yeah. like you cannot <laughs> pin a whole team down on Tom Brady. It's not. It's not the Tom Brady Patriots. Right. It's like I was watching that game in the championship. Just like. Brady's failed, Brady's amazing, Brady, <laughs> it's just like, come on, there's other players on the team, it's yeah. a team effort, you know, Brady might be the quarterback for the team, but it's, it's a whole team effort, you know? Right. It's interesting to hear folks, you know, from a distance that see American football and their perceptions of teams, and what do you think about the sport in general, you know, the game pace and the excitement factor, do you like celebrations? What do you really enjoy about NFL football? Because I love it. I love the excitement. I love it, you know, and and the the rules is it's a lot more, it's a clever game. You've got to be really clever because obviously you've got downs in that. Right. So the team's really got to have plays and you've got to know your plays. Yeah. Whereas I suppose in football, you're kicking a ball. Yeah, you've still got to have them same plays, but obviously an opposing player can quickly slide tackle you and oh, change yeah. everything. Yeah. Whereas in American <laughs> football, you've got to stop, and it it, it uh, requires more restraint. Yeah. I, oh, I yeah. believe American football players can get more frustrated, so yeah. they've got to have a lot more uh, composure about them. Yeah, yeah. You're dead on with that. Is hockey big over there too? Is hockey? No, no, yeah. no. I really want to get into hockey just yeah. for the violence of it. I know. It's. I love that about it. That's one of. The <laughs> Uh, so you like violent sports it, like me? That's hilarious. Yeah, is it? It's written into the rules, isn't it? Fighting in hockey. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> what, what have they got? Is I I was reading they've got goons or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, like you, you've got players specifically on the team uh, to be a goon. Like, that's that's brilliant. That's genius. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. It's funny because they just go into a penalty box. You could fight and just get thrown into the penalty box. Now, the interesting thing about that is there's a lot of discussion about why that's not permitted in other sports. So you have interesting debates that occur involving hockey and why fighting is allowed in hockey and, and it's not permitted in other sports. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But um, you just imagine this so scenario, like on hockey – they're on ice skate, so they've got to keep their uh, footwork together, haven't yeah. they? So really, in hockey, the only movement you can do is shuffle and punch. Yep. 
But imagine if you was Lowen fighting in American football. I oh, mean, they man. could go in stud for it. It would be brutal. So oh, it'd yeah. be a bloodbath. You know, you got some big men on that field. Yeah, true. Plus all of the fans. <laughs> yeah, and true. And they, they end behind all that um, glass. <laughs> oh, that's true. They that's can actually just run good point. onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's a um, yeah. That's an interesting point there too. The fans are kind of uh, shielded out of the action there. So uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, interesting stuff. Man, that's crazy. So, you know, growing up, were you able to play any sports? I used to play rugby. Oh, nice. I was, okay. a, I was a scrum half, like, huh. up until, like, 14. But then, obviously, I, I didn't grow spurt look. You know, I, I believe I'm a little uh, short ass. <laughs> so, I got to, like, uh, 15, and the guys were just much bigger than me. They just flipped me away, like, get away. <laughs> so, then, obviously, I got subbed and then after that you just lose interest things it's just like come on chris what are you going to do there break your ribs yeah oh, my, my hands you know i didn't really want to risk my hands because oh, I, yeah. I was acknowledging that time i was loving the piano so my hands were getting a lot softer in in a different yeah. way like that's kind of crazy yeah when did you really start getting hardcore into the piano when i could work for myself like obviously yeah. when i was younger my mum's focus was obviously taking care of three kids so that was that was out of the question sort of thing so as oh, soon as cool. i turned six yeah. As soon as I turned 16, like, I could obviously go out and work for myself. Yeah. And then earn and then provide lessons and get the studio and everything up together. That's crazy. Did the, uh, you know, the birth of all this digital media really help you do that? Yeah, definitely, sir. Yeah. I believe I'm a composer that is modern times, you know? Oh, absolutely. Hans Zimmer and everyone like that. Yeah, that do love digital sound, but I don't believe they was born into it as I was. Yeah, You know, I was already influenced by Hans Zimmer's music and Alan Silvestri's music and Alfman's music and everyone's music. So I've already gained from their experiences. Plus, I grew up on films like The Warriors with Rick Waitman's oh, yeah. score, mm -hmm. you know, nice. and uh, I grew up with all these beautiful electronic scores. Right. And I've been able uh. to study them and develop them into my own personal taste sort of thing. Yeah, that's pretty badass, actually. Man, it's kind of crazy how things sort of uh evolved for you you said you had a you have two other siblings yeah i've got a younger brother yeah who's uh 26 oh, okay cool and uh older sister wow which i shan't mention her name so i don't want to get into trouble <laughs> <laughs> i hear you on that by the way are they uh closer you guys closer i'd like to think we're close like i mean nice i they, people tend to leave me alone because I'm always in the studio and I, I really respect them for that. Yeah. You know, so I always try and tend to make the effort. They're like, we know when you want to be around us because you'll just come out of the studio. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sort of thing. Huh. You know what's interesting about your style, sir? You've got, you could also be a DJ. I swear, because you can make, you got that, that movie composer thing down, but you can I'll also. tell you a secret. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I Fire remember away. I told you my uh, friend, the, the club owner. Yeah. And now I, I, I always test out my sounds. If any composers listening to this, test your sound out on every different type of speaker imaginable. Oh, that is so damn true. That is so true. Because we do not know who's listening and you want that sound on every aspect. That's you know? great advice. That's absolutely great advice my god you don't even need to it, trust me if you go to a nightclub in the daytime if you can get there in the daytime or meet them at night and legitimately ask that person i've got this score or i'm doing this piece do you mind if i can come in and do a sound check they'd be more than happy to that's good advice <laughs> 
Yeah. I wish you could do that in film. I wish you could uh, access theaters and look at your film on, you know. Oh, like, my. Ridiculous. How amazing would that be? Oh, my God. It'd How be... amazing would that be? Like, to be awesome. get in a theater, learn, like, the, the surround sound and think, right, this sound here, I want that panning over to that side. Yeah. And oh, back God. over there, you know. Oh, it'd be, it'd be tremendous. Oh, do they do that, do you reckon? Do you reckon they do that, like, in Disney, like, specifically build, obviously, their theater? Oh, yeah. The composer into that theater just so he's got that sound in that room. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, a lot of studios will do that kind of thing. They do a lot of tests, screen tests, sound tests, so much with the composers uh, on these really big budget films that it's it's mind-boggling. So. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to do that. People are like my friends and all often ask me like, why has it got like assistant composer and assistant? And it takes a lot of people to do a film. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, Hans Zimmer say, for example, might write the music for the film, but he's got to collaborate with loads of different people to get the sound that they achieved in that film. Yeah, That's so true. You know, cause yeah. you've got one element, you might need the sound guy, you know, if the sound in the film isn't correct, like the voices and everything. So to collaborate with him, or her and get you know this is a team effort oh definitely a team effort yeah that collaboration is what it is all about it really is all about the uh you know the collaboration it's everything that's one thing i love <laughs> it about is. it man it's, it's just such a, a fun process i don't think you know folks that aren't in film understand that that's kind of the glue that binds it together the whole process together that ability to collaborate with so many different people or maybe even just one or two people in a smaller production can just yeah. be something that you really appreciate i mean even our collaborations just moments in life that you really just love and appreciate as a creative you know oh, i cherish him sir you know that the, the composing the music's what we've done for you and uh it's just been amazing what a collaboration i mean I, I, I was just about to swear then, but how did we come oh, up no, with that? Worries about <laughs> how did we come up with that? Like, you know, I don't those even pieces. know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's still mind boggling. It's just, but that's the beauty of collaboration. Yeah. You know, you all add your piece, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't never one think and never dismiss something, you know? Oh yeah. In, in a collaboration, a leave everything open. Yeah. You yeah. know, always. Right. And just roll. Like you said, you know, when it, when it feels right, it feels right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. Do you get the same on scenes when you're on set and um, you're uh, doing your thing on there? Is, yeah. it, is it the same similar process sort of thing? Absolutely. I think, you know, because there's so much to look for. So, you know, I'm, I'm a filmmaker and also a cinematographer. So I also love to, you know, be behind the camera and, you're really looking at those performances, but you're also, you know, working with the framing and making sure the beats are correct and really making sure that the performances that you're trying to capture are authentic. And you know, when something is right, like you can, you can feel it. But what's interesting is that it's really, you may feel that something's right, but the camera doesn't lie. So if it's wrong, yes. you know, you can play that back and you'll see that something was wrong. And sometimes when you're watching in a performance, you'll miss things like maybe the actor should have done such, such and such with their eyes. Maybe they shouldn't look have looked down there. Maybe they should have looked up or maybe they should be looking at each other more intensely. There's little things that you miss. And that that's the weird thing about the cameras. It's so delicate that, you know, you can have a great take for about three minutes and then 
at the three minutes and 20 second mark, your actress or actor can do something that throws that whole performance off. So it's so delicate, but it's also very honest. And I think that's what makes it really fun. Like the camera makes sure that you're honest, I guess I yeah. would say that. You stay true. You <laughs> yes. stay true to the lens. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's 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 a really draining process, but it's really exhilarating too as well. But I think it starts with the material, Chris. You've got to have something that moves you. And I'm sure the same thing is for you because you want to have something that uh that moves you, you know. You got to have some images that you can draw on more. Maybe it's an idea or a concept. You know, that's when the creative you know, process sort of begins it's kind of the genesis yeah of the you, you've got to have that building block there in the first place you know that initial this is going to work with some tweaking yep we've got the brassness of it now now we need to expand it you know absolutely it's like you've created a nucleus yes you know or, or if you want to use m theory let's let's get out there I in like the wild that. physics <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've just you've just seen yourself on level two, you know? Yes. I love that. <laughs> love that little fusion going on there. It's, it's one of my favorite words too. Fusion. I, I love that word fusion. It's a, it's brutal. <laughs> it's, a, it's a powerful word. Now I'm going to switch gears again with you. So what do you like? Well, firstly, oh, can I just yeah. cut you off a minute? Oh please? man. Yeah. Firstly, please, just to elaborate what we were just saying, yeah. for any fans like myself of Max, Please check out his website, Max Co Films, and oh, you will man. see some cinematic delight. Oh, Trust man. me, this man knows how to work a camera. Oh, man, I appreciate <laughs> and that. And he man. even buys the camera dinner first. That's how much of a gent he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, man. You, you're a kind gentleman. You are a kind uh, soul there. I uh, I appreciate but that. But you know I stalk your website, sir. You know I stalk your website. Oh, that's time. cool. That's that. Always finding gems on there, like some scenes, and I'm like, why? Oh, that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I just put up a real, you know, it's funny. I have, I've got so much more stuff to add, man. And I'm looking forward to the stuff we're going to do because shot some stuff that I really want to finish and get that up to you. And we're going to take a stab at a lot of different things here, probably in the, towards the mid to end part of the, uh, since we're at the mid part of the year <laughs> already. The, uh, end part of the year. It's been a busy year. I apologize too, because there's some stuff that I've, it's have taken a little bit longer to manifest because the last film was in s several festivals. It's been in like almost 20 different That's festivals. That's beautiful, man. That's oh, brilliant. Man. And I knew it done so well. I was so happy when I was reading your tweets and everything. I was like, brilliant. Oh man. It's, it's Bring been, it on. It, it's really cool when, um, you have a story that resonates with people. What sucks, Chris, is the fact that... Could you, uh, sorry, could you just uh, name the film for any other fans? Oh, man. Like myself? Yeah, Behind Closed Doors. Now, that's the, it's a very cool film. The thing about it is it's a film that really is, was inspired by my uh, my cousin and, you know, some of the treatment that he was receiving when he would show up for family events or whatnot. And it's interesting being a straight guy doing um a film that uh was was more so i guess you could say pointed towards the lgbt you know t uh, community and uh it uh, i think it resonated with some people as it it's behind closed doors about two parents that are kind of struggling with you know their child's uh decision well you know i'll let the folks go to the website to, to kind of take a peek at that but it was a really really cool story to sort of tell there and it's cool when you see the impact on audiences when you know even with shorts uh short films it's it's really cool when you see people resonating to the material or something that you know an actor says uh that's that's really what it's all about right there the problem 
And the thing that sucks is not being able to attend all the festivals because they're too damn expensive sometimes and traveling. Yeah. Man, uh, you I can, imagine so. I don't even know how people do it. You, you've got a documentary <laughs> film. You've got a certainly, uh, you know, or at a feature. Uh, some people with short films, I guess they save up and they're able to travel. I don't know how these folks. I'm like, how are they in 17 different cities? <laughs> you know, that's like, you know what that is for me? That's 17 different film budgets right there. <laughs> you know, definitely, definitely. Uh, so I don't, I don't Cause, know. Because I mean, that's like the equivalent of uh, obviously us in the UK. Yeah. Obviously the States is a continent. So it's just, that'd be like us traveling all, all around Europe. Absolutely. Yeah. Go into these different cities to, oh, you know. I, I don't know how people afford it. It's crazy, crazy, it's, crazy, it's crazy. intense. Like it's madness. Oh man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's insanity. Now, see, you did that to me. You made me talk. I, you know, you know, I like to. I, I try, I'm trying to. I'm a, I'm a modest guy. I just, you know, I just try to work hard, man, and, and fly under radar. I, I definitely. It's the same, sir. That's why. That's why I had to mention it because <laughs> I I've been that. wanting to talk about your cinema for ages. You know, I've been stalking your site oh, since man. day one. That's cool. And just to talk about it and hear your views on your own cinema. You know. Oh God, we're, we're going to have. How about you come up with the ideas and. Man, we, we'll have a whole conversation about that sometime. We'll, we'll really dive more into uh, some other stuff because there's some there's some stuff that I definitely want to talk to you about from a film standpoint and pick your brain about. So, you know, what's cool about this new live format is that we're going to have shorter sessions, but we're going to also uh, bring people back more often. And I'm really excited, man. And, and for, first and foremost, thanks for you know being a fan and supporter of the show, and also you know obviously helping to create the show in such a cool way but it's going to be fun because we're going to also be able to have people call in and uh you know participate and hopefully that goes pretty well and you know for those who are interested in you know following the live broadcast that's on mixler under cinema after dark and right now we're just going to do random broadcasts and those that are able to listen can tune in live those that aren't uh you know awake can definitely catch the uh, podcast version but you know, I want to have a more interactive experience with, you know, the listeners and, you know, just really have some good discussions because there's a lot of cool topics to discuss when it comes to filmmaking. And, you know, this is going to be an interesting type of show now because it, I really want to bring on a lot of different types of people. So you're going to see people from all walks of life on the show just to kind of spread the seed a little bit and to, uh, because I don't, I don't think we're one dimensional people and one dimensional beings. So, I'm going to try to bring on some unique guests and people who have unique stories from all walks of life and hopefully, uh, you know, continue to have some engaging conversations with folks uh, that are that are out there doing their thing. I, I get inspired by so many people, don't you? Same, sir. Yeah, I definitely yeah. do. I mean, listening to the show, I mean, you've had so many brilliant guests on there. Cool. Very cool. Uh, so to name a few, one recently I really loved was that uh, Joy Nigua. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, Joy. Um, yeah. Uh, Gia, Gia Rashida. Oh, Rashida. Yeah, she's oh, yeah, fantastic. Sorry, oh, yeah, no, no worries. No worries. Yeah, she's fantastic, too. Very cool. You like listening to the uh, composers. I love listening to all your guests. Sir. I've, I think I, I've only missed, I think, about five or six shows I need oh, to catch cool. up on. Very cool. I'm, I appreciate you listening. I've got a really cool guy you're going to like that I haven't dropped yet. Uh, his name is Robot. <laughs> I'll <just> leave <laughs> it at that. He's awesome. He's a fantastic composer and uh my god he, he creates just the m most magnificent music so i'm gonna drop that show really soon probably next week sometime it's funny i think you'll dig that guy because you two 
are very similar in some ways, very different in other ways, but you both are creative master minds. Is he a synth guy? I think he does some synth work. He he creates really unique sounds, really unique electric sounds. Uh, so uh, I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave that at that. Awesome. We'll, go to, we'll come back and we'll have another chat. <laughs> to get him to use your expression, so you're getting me all fired up over here. <laughs> so you do listen. <laughs> I do. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. So what do you like to eat, man? Are you a... Um, yeah, do you have any favorite? Because uh, you hear me joking with some of my guests because, you know, they go, they're hardcore out here, Chris, man. They, there's the vegan. This is like everybody's walking around like toothpicks out here and muscles, muscles and toothpicks going on here. <laughs> and fake breasts. You see a lot of fake breasts. Oh, my. My <laughs> God. You didn't prepare me for that one. <laughs> oh, here's another fun. Here's a little fact. I'm actually a chef. What? That's awesome. Chef, yeah. Oh my God. I'm a speciality Italian food. That is awesome. <laughs> you are kidding me. No way. No, no. Wow. No, I've, been a, I've been a chef ever since I uh, left school. That is just spectacular. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Man, what, what you said? You know, if, if we ever meet, say, so you know, I'll be cooking. Oh food. my God. Definitely. I tell you one thing. I'm a foodie. So, and you said Italian food. What? Now, yeah. what kind of dishes do you like to cook the most? Because that is just awesome. By the way, if I had, there's two careers that come to mind. If I ever, you know, had a side career or, you know, a secondary career, if I had more time, I would love to be a chef. That's something I've always, because I love to cook myself, but I'm a directions kind of guy and figure it out along the way type of thing, you know, yeah. uh, but, but I love cooking. I actually enjoy it. So it's cool that you said that, but also I love stand up comedy and com and like comedics. I've, you know, comedic work. I've always wanted to, uh, to, uh, step I love stand up comedy. You know, nice. I, I believe like I've got like a weird sense of humor oh, and I'm do. really glad you get my humor because many people don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you kind of have a twisted sense of humor, man. It's a. Uh, Sort of cynical <laughs> like mine, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean fun, though. I mean well, like, you know. Yeah. I yeah. try not to take my I take my work very seriously, and then when I'm not working, I try and just have fun, you know, and then enjoy the universe and enjoy life. Oh, that's what's up right there. That's, that's fantastic. That's crazy, though. So you're a chef. What's your day look like then? So do you, are you at a restaurant? What, what's, it how it can be. Like, right at the moment, I took a sabbatical yeah. just because I wanted to take some time off for myself and get into my music. So I tend to work for a long period of time, save up money for rent and everything, and then uh, take sabbaticals nice. to work on it. Yeah. I really, I, in all honesty, sir, I really wish, because I went to a crappy secondary school. Right, right. You know, yeah. I, I, my secondary school that. was the type of school when the students were catching the teachers be bad. <laughs> 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 you know? Uh, and um yeah i wish i just would have went to university yeah so i could have met loads of people in that field uh, and etc 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 but obviously the universe opens up different doors yeah that's true which true. is still awesome yeah kind of roll with the punches there do you do it privately or uh i work in like uh local restaurants like uh oh, cool. well no local couple of local restaurants nice nice um i try not to like obviously break any bridges so yeah. When I do take sabbaticals, I make sure it's on their time. Like they say, Chris, you can do it now, rather than leaving them in the lurch. Ah, I see. Man, a chef, that is absolutely awesome. Wow. 
Do you mm. like Italian food, sir? Oh, I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Favorite dish? Ah, so many. I mean, so I do a mean gnocchi spinach and pesto dish. Oh God, I would crush that. I love spinach first of all, and with, pesto uh, blue, with, with just a little bit of blue cheese. Blue on cheese. The side, oh, man. you're killing me, man. You're killing yeah. me. My <laughs> God, that is delightful. I love Italian. I mean, I love so many different types of foods, but same. Oh man, but now I've got to cut it down, man. I have to like cut it down. I'm trying to lower even my salt intake and. I'm really being very particular about the foods that I eat now because, for one, it's it's good to just stay healthy because, you know, some of these foods can just kill you. <laughs> they, they really can. I, I imagine, like, American food is like, I remember when I went to see my dad, they've got American bases. Yeah. And when you go on them, everything in there is American. So the currency is American. It's like it's, it's a town. And the food there was insane. Like, I had nachos, and I was like, oh, this is nachos. This is nachos. <laughs> oh, man. It, the portions are big, aren't they? Huge. That's the, the Burger King, I, it was ridiculous. Like the, if I go to my local Burger King, then drive X amount of miles to Fairford and go to this American base and have the Burger King on there, you're going to get different portions. Right. It's it's, it's, it's craziness, man. It's bad for you, though. It's, it's, it's bad. These big portions, man, they just... It just puts on the pounds if you uh, if you don't select right and be selective about this food out here. I like to oh, go try ahead. and balance yeah. it. Out, ah, you know, yeah. you know, you got to have you got to have fast food in your life. You know, yeah. life is fast for us, so <laughs> right. It just makes sense to have fast food. But every now and then, you know, I do try and cook a wholesome meal. Yeah, that's a, that's the way to go. It's it's better. If it's, you it's rare though, mind it is rare. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you, sir. <laughs> I, I hear you on that. My issue with you know trying to prepare meals now is time being one but like you said and but two the cost because nowadays to be honest with you and especially in los angeles the the cost of cooking versus eating out people say it's cheaper to eat in and it depends because no. I, I i don't sometimes i don't agree with that because I, and often i don't agree with that because i look at the price of meat you know you know poultry you know your anything that's in anything healthy it usually takes a long time to, to prepare and to make it. And then after that, by the time you, you get all that done, not only have you put in the time, but your pockets are just as empty as they are if you were to buy something that's already been prepared. So Exactly. I, yeah, yeah. So like like I um, yeah. went on uh, one show, you had uh, some other food is on there. And I think I remember, yeah, it was, it was, it was cheaper to eat fresh. And I'm thinking... It, it, it might not be because say like if you go to say a Sunday and you're buying for Monday through to Sunday and you're like, oh, I, I want some bananas. And so you want to get a decent bunch and they, they might be like $1.50. Right. Right. You know, mm -hmm. say your average meat price is $3.50 save for a steak and that you want oh to eat. God, like I wish they were like that out here, by the way. <laughs> idea. Steak out here is even like six, seven more, six, seven up. It's crazy. Why? Yeah, it's just, it's even maybe more than that. But continue. I'm sorry to interrupt you, man, but it's I wish it was like yeah, that. Yeah, but you, you just me. add up all, all of those prices. Say you eat three meals a day, square meals a day, and you want to cook three meals for yourself a day. That's a lot of time and a lot of food. And I'm pretty sure if you spent all that money with your schedule, your food's going to go bad. So you're going to be wasting more product. Yep. It's difficult, you know? Yep. That's the other issue right there is also the portion size when you do buy food is also like for families yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's unfortunate but it's it's good to buy good quality food i'm sure you can attest to that 
know being in that line of work and oh definitely i, I live in farm country so i mean my gloucester's infamous for its meat we've oh, got infamous man. pork here well famous pork here the gloucester old spot pig oh so i mean meat for me is is essential you know you like a little pork chop there chris a little uh... <laughs> i love i love my chops you know? <laughs> I, I i figure if i eat my chops and i won't get chopsy <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's what's up though i like it actually i love for a good uh like a good grilled or baked pork chop man that stuff is i even love them fried i don't i don't eat a lot of fried food now i haven't in years really you but, don't i i only eat fried food really it's really quite terrible yeah yeah oh it's easy you think i'm upstairs i'm working like this morning yeah got to like hour five and i'm hungry so i'm thinking i need to go down and, and cook some food so i just get a couple of sausages you know pain them out into like pork burgers get a couple of rashes of bacon and that's me done <laughs> it's greasy i know that and i might i might pass away early but we all got to go sometime, haven't we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, my. That's no joke, man. I, I don't know, sir. I believe it is what it is. You know, I believe the universe, it, it gives you an energy. I believe the universe gives everyone a Pacific energy. And once that energy orb is gone, it's gone. Right. You know, I know, I know you, I can consciously, like, walk out and then you can obviously act naive and be like, oh, I'll leave it up to fate and everything. No, you've obviously got to take control, but yeah. I don't know. I just love food and I ain't going to suffer. If, yeah. By all means, if I go to the doctor and he says, Chris, you've got high cholesterol, do something about it. And I, I might think, well, I'm not successful. So yeah, I, I want to <laughs> stick around for a few years to hope, hopefully see at yeah. least a couple of films under my belt. Absolutely. But no, eat, eat away, sir. Eat away. Cause we never know. Yes. when our last day is on this planet that is true you know, i cherish every day i cherish every day so i really do yeah yeah nowadays especially with all this crazy ass stuff going on around the world man i, I know mean, so i know it's shit. just sickening isn't it's, it it's crazy you, know, you got we got we got politics we got we haven't got enough time to even discuss it and i i don't even want to get you fired up on any oh, of man. these subjects we'll come back to that because yeah but you guys have been going through a lot of just really terrible terrorist attacks and all kinds of stuff oh, it's just it's just awful right now in in our capital you know my heart goes out to each and every one of them families yeah. you know there's there's just so strong right now yeah that's you know a, and it's just it's crazy it's, it shouldn't be nuts. happening in our time so it just shouldn't be happening in our times you know yeah, it's so it's such a shame. I I can't even say nothing on on the subject, yeah. you know, apart from just pure sympathy for all of the families. Yeah, right. Crazy world we live in nowadays, mm. and we. I mean, it's always been crazy, but it just seems that now, you know, it just seems it's all thrown in our face a lot now, you know. And yeah. I I think that we're the thing that really annoys me, sir, is the fact that we're saying we're more civilized with all our technology, we're all connected. Yep. But when I when I hear of these disasters happening, I think it feels like we're so disconnected. Right. How? It does. It really does. You know? Man. How? Like I'm the type of person, like I know pretty much everyone around my area. You know, and if I see someone dying, I'll, I'll go and try and help them. Yeah. You know, I believe community should be there for each other. Yep. Community love is essential for me. Love thy neighbors, sir, you know. Love thy neighbors is my, is my attitude. I mean, yeah. fellow man. Right. You right. know, we're all equal. We're all people. We're all valuable on this planet in my eyes, you know. I wouldn't value someone above anyone else. We're all equal. Yeah. And I treat everyone equal. It's really messed up. I mean, nowadays, I think people just are flipping out. People just popping off and it do, you crazy know? stuff. And, and 
I don't mm. know if anyone else feels it, and I, and it's silly for me to say because I know he wasn't my uh, president, but I miss Obama's oh, yeah. positivity. I really yeah, miss that man's speeches. You know, he used to get me feeling like it, it, it's, it's worthwhile. Yeah, it was hopeful. You know I mean? It was very hopeful. He's a, a very hopeful, uh, inspirational uh, speaker. Mm. You know, now it's the opposite. It's gloom and doom, man. Holy. <laughs> I can't even. Even, I ain't even got nothing to say on that subject. Yeah, it's, so, you just, know, it's just, uh, it's just, I just miss Obama, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I think just a misses. lot of people do. Now they do. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's almost like the tale of two cities, tale of two <laughs> countries, really. That's exactly what it is. It's an interesting time, to say the least. I want to ask you about aliens, man. Got some what buddies the- that do, and, you know, they do these paranormal podcasts and extraterrestrial, like, uh, podcast what oh, is your, like, oh oh yeah yeah what is your thoughts Definitely. on that you know life on we, we ain't alone are we sir we ain't alone we ain't alone yeah you're into space stuff too well you know we might have connected but sound and everything in our solar system yeah but there's many solar systems i mean the the, the universe is infinite yeah it's we insane. don't actually know the depth of the universe yeah, yeah. you know but we do connect with uh, an alien species and i hope they don't see us as an arrogant planet you know what I right. mean? Like we're, we're we're fully developed and we know what's what. You know, I hope they see us because obviously if they make contact with us first, then obviously we're the inferior planet in yeah. far as technology goes. So I hope they could see that we're still learning. Yeah, I think you know, and trying to. Well, well, that's that's a unique statement there. I I uh, I do wonder about you know what that kind of encounter will be like because you do have to wonder how you're perceived. I mean, even I even wonder how pets perceive us, you know, I mean, it's as crazy as that may sound, but uh, I do as well. Yeah. I, I really do. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting. Well, will it be a, a friendly encounter? Will it be another one, sir? Again, sorry to cut you off, but oh, that no, again yeah. adds to the human arrogance that they're going to contact us first. Yeah. How do you know that they might not see cats or dogs as the more intelligent species? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just so assertive of ourselves and our own confidence. And, and Chris, just interrupt you that sometimes cats and dogs are the more intelligent species, given the way people <laughs> behave lately. I mean, I, touché, like sir. Touché. Touché. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no, well, let's, let's do something here. Let's give our listeners something. Since you have been so generous here and shared your time, you've also shared something that I do want to play for our listeners it is a piece that well let me just play it here i'm gonna play this piece and then we'll come back we'll talk about that does that sound good to you that's awesome okay let me play this for our listeners my god
God dang. Insanity, man. That is just sick. All right. <laughs> what is the inspiration behind that? You know, what was the inspiration behind that? That was something that it seems like you've been building here over, I don't know what the last few days or I, I don't even know how long, but that yeah we, we finished this one 4 a.m this morning so i was trying to delay you when we were speaking so i was like please don't go live now so i thought if i start texting you about pittsburgh then i'll I delay you a bit just so i can quickly try and finish this piece up you know man <laughs> sick man holy shit i mean that arrangement is crazy crazy dope my god i don't even know what to say man i first of all so many different layers of sounds there I know you said you're working on experimenting with a lot of new sounds. Do you mind talking about that a little bit? Because that's something that's unique, I think, that you can do as a composer. One thing I wish we could do a little bit more with film is experiment a little bit more. And we can, but I think there's like a certain formula, obviously, that's shown over and over again. It's some of my issues with film in general. It's, you know, it's sometimes Definitely. the same formula. With, yeah. with music, uh, I think you can be... Uh, take a little bit of a different approach. I'll just put it that way. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I know that's something that you've been kind of fine tuning your craft, your, your sword, man. You've been you've been sharpening your sword, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I've really I've learned this synth down to a T. Which, if anyone's listening, is Access Virus Ti, and um, I've really got it in depth now. And uh, I also use uh, for my orchestration programs. I use Vienna symphonic library oh yeah which i highly recommend for that nice because uh they uh the the plugin like uh the vst for it is really in depth again it's another monster and it is going to take you at least a few months to learn every single function within that oh, I see. but once you do once you do it will open you up to a whole new world trust me now if huh. you if you can get in there and dedicate a good couple of months to it you can do things <laughs> Man. you know even like say for one example you might have heard when uh, the viola just yeah. come underneath on the the build yeah it's sort of like got a like an attack delay to it you know oh yeah you can really you can really uh add an electronic touch to an orchestral world that's sick that's <laughs> to sick. sum that up yeah like how do you approach this you know from from the beginning do you do you just you know do you, do you create like sort of like a bass layer like uh, a, i i, I I sit down for like a good 20 minutes or so and just figure out what, what sort of formula I want to do and how I want to approach it. You know, I don't try and really work on, on an emotional level because I believe you can get carried away on the day. Yeah. You know, just because you might be pissed off on a day, it don't mean your music needs to be pissed off. Oh, yeah, good point. Pardon my yeah. language. Right. You know, no, so no, say like if you're working good. a film, yeah. uh, say, for example, yes, let's use Behind Closed Doors. Yeah. Right? If you know that film's got the tone, yeah? Now, you going in on that set on one day and you might be angry but you don't want to portray that angriness within the the film's context you know oh, what yeah. i mean right so Absolutely. you've got to compose yourself if you like max calm down a bit calm down take a breath back and then step back into the lens yeah i see you know same very similar approach to filming interesting um even for I don't, actors I don't, or anyone yeah kind of, for that matter definitely and i, I don't try and let your you've got to be as a human be in control of your emotions just so you know how to use your emotions yeah properly you know yeah. if you for example you want to portray a certain emotion like uh you know when the digital part kicks in yeah and you've got that 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 string coming in on on the left hand side you got the violins coming in yeah. and you think cool it's going to be that 
pattern. But then on the second violins, I get a completely different yeah, pattern. You, you switch it up. In. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And now your ears are like zoned in. And it, it's <laughs> what the, the aim was to, to have the digital beat in the base of a uh, side trance keep you focused within the center, but the, the other elements within that, there's the strings in the orchestra keeping you focused left to right. But uh, did you hear the bass underneath? Oh yeah. That's I was just going to say that literally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. It's, it's a cool bass undertone to it. It's like a, almost like a cerebral uh, tug of war, but it builds, like you said, it, it really has that like attack. You use a lot of attack methods with it. Uh, it just builds. Um, I, I love it. It's it's fantastic, man. Are you doing a lot of pieces like that? Just experimenting with different sounds and you know uh, this one. I this specific piece. I'm I wanted to keep the same style that we we done for the first episodes yeah. of exclusives. Right, right. You know that sort of orchestral meets digital round sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, most of my other pieces, as you heard, can be varied. So I like uh, the string quartet piece, mm, the yeah. the fourth movement of the string quartet, where it's like uh, based around a state fair. I see. I see. Very interesting. <laughs> you know, I want to mm. get into different realms. You know, once I get into one world, I stay in that world. Yeah. And use, I create sort of boundaries and then you can sort of contradict yourself and break those boundaries within that world. Yeah. But you sort of set yourself guidelines, you know, it'd be like uh you sort of figure out what sort of thing you want to do and then break keep within that and then break it sort of thing pretty much like a story in that regard by the way uh folks listening chris's most recent uh episode was episode 98 on a cinema after dark podcast so check that out on itunes stitcher google play tune in you'll be able to listen to that episode there live it was a very good discussion there we had uh, not too long ago but yeah i just wanted to kind of throw that in there but it's brilliant what you're able to do uh just um on the fly you're able to put arrangements together just uh, i think in just a ridiculous amount of time that's a skill set it truly is uh a, a skill set that's <laughs> awesome to hear because you you know like i don't really share with many people in my town so i don't really get compliments so i don't know whether that's why i've always called myself weird and i stay under the radar because i'm not just not too sure yeah, you know, and I think that's a, that's a, that's a horrible feeling, isn't it? Yeah, you you're not too sure feedback. about yourself. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. It's funny, even when you, even ten years, fifteen years in, you know, twenty years in or whatever, folks, I, I think from all walks of life, say that they never really know. And even then, I think there's a bit of insecurity regarding that. You know, how your work is perceived, or uh, you know, when you put yourself out there, I think as a creative, it. I don't know. It's um, it's hard, it's isn't it? And I, it is. It's a vulnerable place to be. And uh, what what really gets me is like, uh, say, say if I was watching a film with my friends, and they'd abuse the composer and say you would do a much better job than that. I stop him and say, "Don't be disrespectful." Yeah, that's disrespectful. There, a lot of people chose that score and they worked hard on that. Right. The higher you get up on that, the, the more criticism you're going to face. So obviously, it must be harder. Yep. You yep. know, what I mean, the anticipation. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, yeah, it's a, the vulnerability would come out more, so to say. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Looking out my window right now, and the sun is literally <laughs> coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me earlier. The sun rose in England, well, for me anyway, down south, about three forty-five. 
Oh my, hilarious! Three forty—that's craziness. Do you get good, you know, good sunsets and uh, you know, that that sunrise in the morning time? So so, I I do because I'm I'm yeah. right in a farmer's field, you know. So I can I've just got open fields oh, okay. where you can just look oh, look across and so you can get a nice sunset in that light, you know. It's a peaceful place. It's peaceful. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. How about the view of the uh, sky at night? You get a little uh, meteorite action, a little. Uh, no, unfortunately, because it's a weird, it's a weird light. My town's really congested. It is a huh. busy and hustling town. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, the area within that town it, I live in is still like agricultural, sort of. Yeah. It's on the farmer's field side of the town, you know? So it, it seems slow, but because the p- other part of the town's took up so much light, yeah, the, the, yeah. the sky seems to be ruined. Very interesting. really. My God. I've got it to the top of the hills, at the top of the top of the hills, and uh, yeah, you might get a decent view, but not not to, not so much. No, it's a shame. Oh, I see. Now here's here's one for you, Chris. I'm going to ask you a personal question here. How's the love life, man? How's what? Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, is there a special somebody? How's how's oh. how's you know the love life? Oh, yeah. and, you know, Do you remember that message I sent you <laughs> saying like I had like a forty-five minute date, like, and it just went uh, pear yeah, shaped. Let's say. Oh God, it's it's rough, man. Oh. It's yeah, I hear you. On it that, is man. rough. Yeah. It is rough. I believe I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so I talk to you, and if you met me, I'd be exactly the same. Yeah, me too. But for these women, like they must be. You're a nutcase, man. <laughs> Just like how how have you got this like nerdy, weird, geeky confidence, but at the same time you say such awkward things. <laughs> uh, I hear you on that, man. It, it's hard trying, and to, it's uh... expensive as well. You oh, know, it is. women don't seem to understand that. For us gentlemen, dating is is draining yeah, on the funds. Yeah, you know? it's... for a woman, like it, it, a date is fun, but for me, I was like. I've just spent like 50 quid here, you know, <laughs> and it didn't work out for you. Yeah, you had a bad first date. For me, I'm 50 quid day. My, root, my pockets uh, are week is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going to have to skimp through the week and I, I still haven't got a partner. So, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, I as personally as a male, I, I really want to feel a connection with a woman first before I ask her out. Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, you know what? Me too, man. I, I have to pre-screen before I go out with anyone now, a lot of pre-screening, a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, you got to make sure it's going to be worthwhile. I mean, it's just, you just got to. Just for the emotional investment that us men do invest in you ladies. And right. we really do, you know, right. I, I ain't a chauvinistic uh, male. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, res- respecting females is first and foremost. Right. You right. know? Yeah. You know, so the, I, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Something I want to say about that, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What's, I'll carry on. Yeah, I just, I, I like I was saying, I just want to get to know you first. So right. when I do invest in you and I do all these silly like gestures on the date, I don't come across as like a weirdo yeah. doing random things on a first date. Yeah, but first dates are so awkward. I mean, dates in general are awkward. I mean, when you meet someone, it's always a very awkward situation. You ever think about it? Like, I sometimes I sit back and reflect. I'm like, no, I do. Yeah, you, you have to reflect on that because it's it's. I get myself in trouble here. I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my tongue for a second here. I'm gonna, I might have to. Yeah, I'm gonna hold my tongue on this, but because because dating is is just something. Uh, this something. It's else. hard. It is. I imagine, like I said to you, so I imagine it's twice as hard in LA because everyone. Oh man. Do are women over? I'm not saying every lady over in LA 
is looking for a power couple relationship. But I watched an episode of New Girl. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, it was I think uh, yeah, I know somebody a really season five show. something. And, yeah, uh, yeah, Popular it was all show. about power couples and that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, dating in LA is like is is basically turned into swipe left and swipe right. It's become app based. <laughs> you know, it's Tinder gen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. Oh God! I've never seen such things out here, and you you see so many. Uh, oh, LA is just a totally different animal in terms of the whole dating situation. I think it's hard to have a you know a legit. I don't even know what you would call it date partnership um, connection. It must be hard because just just for the other listeners out there, LA it must have such broad communities. It does. You could go, probably go into one part like Hollywood and then go into a different part. It's a completely different vibe there. Yeah. And the people in that <laughs> place might have different personalities. Well, it, to me, it's the, my, my issue is this like the things that I was raised are, I find to be the things that aren't what they're moral, attract. moralistic. Yeah. They're moral, like, yeah. Yeah. But see, you, you, uh, values, re- values. Yeah. But those values, I don't know if they apply to today's society. And, and that goes for, mm-hmm. you know, men and women because it's just, I mean, it's, it's, ah, man. So I tell dude, you my situation. Sir, it's crazy. And this is, this is the honest truth. I believe I won't meet a woman until I'm settled within myself. Right. Within Absolutely. music. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe once I'm settled within myself in music, and right. I, I, I've done certain things and I'm working with a team like yourself that I might attract a woman, but I feel my heart and soul is invested too much in, in my little sweat box, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my little studio, you know, and maybe a woman <laughs> is picking up on that vibe. Maybe she's like, well, Chris ain't really into it or he, he just wants to get back home or he's always talking about his music. So I don't want a woman to ever feel second towards my music you know i wanted to feel the most important thing in the world interesting point of view because you see i'm probably the exact opposite now chris because i've been there done that man like i my issue is this like <laughs> my passions come first right now and always I, I i want if i'm gonna connect with somebody i need them to have their own passions too as well uh, that's Definitely, really that's crucial. You know, that's, that is crucial. But to understand, you know, your commitment to your craft and your passion. Now, would that get in way of you, uh, you know, spending time with that person or hanging out with that person? That's when things start oh, to get an issue. It would. Yeah, it, it does. It would. But you've got to make time for things that you want for sure. And, and that, that definitely involves your, uh, I'll use companionship as a word, you know, as, as a choice word there, you know, companionship too as well. And I think dating in general is quality and substance are definitely very difficult to find and a mix of that and you know the right like i I don't care now uh, and and this may sound terrible but i don't care if it sounds terrible but but the thing is is i don't care now to have good conversations i've had good conversations with a lot of people what i want to have now is something that's fun great sex I need something that's gonna. That's it, sir. No, no, let, let's just lay the card. <laughs> I, I want need... raw animalistic. Absolutely, love. Man, me. I do. You know what I mean? I... I've done. Listen. I've done the gentleman scenario. If you, if if people don't get that I'm a gentleman and a bit weird and a bit nerdy, then I can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you should know that I have got testosterone flowing through my body. Absolutely, babies. man. I mean, and you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I could mix like somebody that you can bring to a you know that you can attend an event with 
with somebody who you can have as your own personal porn star, that would be the perfect situation right there, man. <laughs> that is brilliant. You know, if you could mix that, uh, yeah, man. yeah, mutually, like you know, you know, nothing, nothing like uh, pervy, like you know, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. just, just friends with benefits, sort of, thing. yeah, a, yeah, a fun, uh, spontaneous freak that is that you know, obviously can hold it down in a certain environment too, as well, oh. sort of a mix because that, that again is a, is a connection right there's, there's many types of connections that humans can make i mean sometimes it's just raw absolutely yep <laughs> you know other times it is all about communication you know you want to feel deep to that person yep and gets, you know I mean? it gets our creative side too you know i think that that's <laughs> one thing too and they don't have to i mean you don't a partner doesn't have to connect with every level of your life and i think sometimes no. people put that put that that would be the worst pressure. wouldn't it imagine, imagine having imagine having a partner that just everything's right you know i want to argue sometimes with a, with, with a partner yeah that's how you, you that's know how i mean you build. just to have that debate yep yep <laughs> it's it's that's how you build i mean you, you got to have that you got to have a little bit of fun and a little bit of uh i don't know you, you, you uh, it's like a film you know you just you need, it needs a little bit of everything. It's it's like music. It needs it needs a little bit of everything. It's got to be human. It needs to, yeah, it's got to have that. It's got to have that organic life flow flowing through it. You know, it yeah. can't be forced. It yeah. can't be fake. It can't be based on materialistic objects or purely on looks or lust. Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? Because because that raw emotion that both. Uh, parties feel obviously men and and women. Yeah. it's raw. You know, it's not lust. Lust is looking at a pretty face and thinking naughty things. Yeah. Raw, a raw connection is just like rare. It, it is. It is. <laughs> you know what I, you know what I think, Chris, too? I think oftentimes people are not being their authentic selves. And no, you know, they, I believe, yeah, because we've profiled ourselves, sir, haven't we? You know? Right. Yeah. A woman can Google you nowadays yep. and it's like, if, what does that, a woman want from you? Yeah. You know, she's already assessed what she wants in a man. Yep. Do you fit that bill? She's already created a profile. Right. But then I got to ask you the question: Have you created a profile for a lady you like? Exactly. I know have, are we just profiling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> isn't it complicated, man? I, I think it's. It really is. I think I overthink things. I spend far too much time on my own, and I, I'm in my own head and my own little weird musical world. So. I need to get out of that more. I feel you on that. I, it's like that's that's a creative thing, though. You know, we we do live in our heads often, so I I definitely feel you on that. But uh, I had to ask you about that. I know because it's, it's I always wonder what the scenes like over there and us oh, it's hard. So for, for, for you, you <laughs> you think I live in a very small town? You know, all yeah. of my friends are married with child. Ah. There aren't many single women left for me. Yeah, I, you know, as I far as way, options actually. go within my town. Right. Right. You know, kind of an interesting uh, statement. The uh, <laughs> yeah, huh. but yeah, I I'm gonna leave it at that. That's uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that. Don't leave that go. Yeah, but it's it's one of them. You know, it's, it's it's hard. If you if you connect with someone, then then you're gonna connect with them. Absolutely. I uh, but uh, to answer the question at this current time in my life, I don't think I'm gonna be looking for love no more after that 45 minute disaster. <laughs> and it was. I was so awkward. <laughs> I had. Sweat coming off the forehead. I was just all an awkward mess. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so much pressure put on people, you know. I think you know what I think you, you with uh, dates or whatever you want to call them. 
I think you should just go do something fun. I think people have like, and here's the thing, you know, and I get, I get a catch hell for this too, for my, my lady friends are like, like, okay. So if, if we're just sitting, uh, I think you got to do something interactive or something that's going to create a spark. People are like, we well, you know there needs to be a spark. Well, you got to create sparks got to be created, you know? You, exactly. You, they don't happen out of thin air, do they? They don't. And they sure the hell don't happen. If I'm sitting there watching someone eat in front of me, there's no way <laughs> that is oh, that is Listen. like the awkwardest thing ever <laughs> it is eating man. is the most intimate thing you know when you're when i want to i want to be feeding you a chocolate coated strawberry not not watching you eat in a oh restaurant oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know food's intimate to absolutely me, so food is intimate that's so true but yeah i don't so believe true. uh dinner dates are the best first dates yeah be something fun yeah you know? yeah that's that's like or relaxed. relaxed yeah relaxed, relaxed. chill because it yeah. becomes a question and answer session, like a Q&A session, and you feel like you're getting interviewed. And uh, <laughs> It is just that. Yeah. Oh, man. I bet it's even more so in L.A. because everyone's so busier. Oh, my God. In L.A. You know what pisses me And everyone's me? got their own thing going on. You know what? That is the truth, man, because I what irritates me about people in L.A., and this is just when you go out with folks or hang out with folks, you know what the one question people always ask you is? What's that? What do you do? I can't stand that question. I just can't. <laughs> no, it's a. It, 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 and I get people are trying. Well, it's to not even a. It's not even a. Who are you? Yeah, it's, it's nice it, to meet you. It's exactly. A, what, do you do? what do you do? So what do you do? I'm like, man. Yeah, that stuff just irritates me, and it's just a a common way of approaching conversation here, and that just drives me crazy. People just are are, are I guess trying to uh, feel out what people do, and then from there. The conversation is all about you know, that Pacific. Yep, and that's yep. not good though, because that's that's not genuine. Yep, it's that's so not how I, that's not how me and you started talking. Oh no, it was you totally know, was... random, kind of organic. We started. Ju- I, I, we've talked about so much stuff, man. We've <laughs> we shared so many laughs too. <laughs> oh man, it's it's been a riot. But that's not that's not on. If, if that's what uh, people are just doing over there, no, no, that's not how you uh, introduce yourself to a person. Yeah. Right. What do you do? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it drives me crazy, man. Uh, what about over there, though? You know, the, how are the mannerisms and you know, are people well, sort of for, uptight for me, or are they yeah. open? Uh, quite so, so like you know, because yeah. obviously it's not a, a industry driven town for the creative arts. Yeah. You know, you got your nightclubs over here, but they're just going to play your commercial tracks. Yeah, you yeah. know, your your pop chart one to forty on a Friday and Saturday night. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't even put on a night of my own music because it's just too weird. It, it wouldn't suit a nightclub. Huh. It's not club music, is it? Yep. So yeah. for me to try and let my town within my town know, obviously all the artists know who I am. <laughs> but to try and get everyone together and to, and to work together is it, difficult, you know? Yeah, that's so true. You I know, I, like that. I said, I love rock. I love hip hop. I love drum and bass. I love everything. And the amount of times I've tried to get everyone under one roof, it just don't happen. So I tend to go from one group, talk to them, talk to them, talk to them. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Me too, kind of, for, for that matter. No doubt about that. But yeah, you, 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 it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Like uh, that, like everyone's like, what do you do? Yeah. I'm a rocker. No, you're not a rocker. Be a musician for yourself. <laughs> Don't be a rocker because a rocker is only going to play yep. that and he's not going to want to talk to no one else. So yep. be always just be be a musician for yourself, you know? 
don't put yourself in a, in a pocket sort of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we are approaching the end here of this wonderful discussion here, folks, with uh, Mr. Christopher Goodhall. And one thing I want to do here is how can folks connect with you? How can they reach out to you? How do you like to be contacted? Um, uh, you can get hold of me on Twitter at, uh, at Chris Goodall. And um, I'm pretty much on there all the time. Yeah, yeah, you're a, yeah, you actually are pretty good with the social media, man. You've got a, a rather awesome following, and you're always interacting with people. I always see some really cool tweets coming up. You're always up. Uh, one of the things that's uh, cool about you is you share so many other people's projects. I uh, sometimes I'm blown away, and and I find out about things through your retweets. But uh, somebody who's certainly you know, really on the cusp of what makes indie film so wonderful. You are a, uh, certainly an indie film uh, enthusiast, but your Twitter account is at Chris underscore Goodhall. That's, uh, you know, C-H-R-I-S underscore Goodhall uh, with two L's. Do you prefer the people email you or send you a tweet if they want to work with you? You can get hold of me anyway, any way you feel comfortable to get hold of me. I'm uh, currently trying to design a website at the moment. Nice. Just so I can put all my music up on there for people to uh, listen to or, you know, get get a better understanding. Nice. Very good stuff. Yeah, man. You're the real deal, though, sir. Good, a good, a good person, too. That's, Thanks, that that's means rare. a lot. You know, yourself, you're a true genius. Oh, well. man. I I appreciate it, man. I, I, I'm glad we uh, obviously met in this crazy world of uh, creativity and there's so much more that I'm looking forward to talking to you about and i want to bring you back on the show we're going to do a lot of these live you know sort of uh, impromptu broadcasts here and oh, uh, have some fun loads with like you know i'd be even be willing to do something live musically like just to show people like, oh like, we, man we, we can work you know yeah we let's do <laughs> maybe that. maybe get like maybe get people ringing in the show as yeah. we're me and you are composing oh how cool God. would that be that's good and they're be. like no 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 max can you can you two do do this <laughs> and, uh, we'll do that we'll change it we'll switch it up right now <laughs> i am i am down with that man that would be, That'd be a, awesome wouldn't be it? A, that's a hell of an idea yeah. we'll, we'll definitely talk about a, that a, a, a piece composed by max and the viewers <laughs> I if all of us just composed <laughs> so you a get, piece together you're giving me credit man you know that stuff comes from you man i'm just a i'm just a guy with crazy ideas that to throw at you and you make it no you know, come to life man <laughs> For all, for all the other fans that are like me, trust me, Max has got a great music ear and he puts himself <laughs> down too much. This oh, man's man. mind for music is brilliant. Oh, did, you're, you're too brilliant. Kind, I just and, and he says he's not descriptive. He's got the perfect description for music. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know? You're a kind gentleman, man. It's I've been a work in progress, man. I'm I'm always trying to <laughs> learn more. I'm always trying to understand how people create these wonderful pieces. I'll I'll just leave it at that. I mean it's 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 a process and I uh, respect it, you know, a great deal. And folks like you, who are uh, really cool people to talk to, cool people to work with, really hard workers, and uh, really want to do dynamic things. That's where I am. See, I know where I'm at. I know where my place is. I know where my lane is as a creative. And I and I try to work with people who are uh, genuine and also, uh, you know, just just down earth and, and hungry and want to do great things, have good energy treat people relatively well but i don't know you never know how people treat people outside of this you know online world but i tell you what it's it's always a treat talking to you and uh 
you're very inspiring uh, and you know inspirational and inspire people that's a good quality and a rare one sometimes so i, I appreciate I, I, it i totally agree so you know and i feel the same way you know i've had some uh appalling messages on uh online and they're like do you want to work together and i'm like yeah cool what do you want and then we discussed a piece and everything i put all my effort in send them over the piece and don't hear nothing back yep. i'm like that oh, is just God. totally rude Man. who are you i've just wasted i don't know how many hours yep working for you and then you don't even give me the gratitude to say, I don't like that. If anything, just say, I don't like it. Oh, or, man, you're killing me, man. That, it's just something like that. Man, you yeah, know what? It's a bit of communication. <sighs> There's so many people that I can't, <laughs> I could go on and on about that one, man. We, we got to, we can have a whole segment in the future about etiquette, professionalism. Man, I tell you what, there are so many people that I, that I, just uh before we, we wrap here we were talking it's funny you say that because we were talking about you know i was i was writing something with somebody you know every time i try to co-write something with somebody they just vanish man they do no. with so much momentum going into we've got all these great ideas they just bail people are such flakes man it, don't it frustrate oh, you and i had the same shit. thing with it i had a couple of people and i'm like man i'm teaching you my yep. craft I've spent, I don't know how many years on my own and probably would be classed clinically insane. Like on a, on a scale of one to 10, you'd be Chris. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, come Max on, I, I thought we had this bond here. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, you come in round and I wear vibe and then all of a sudden you just stop. Yep. It's, it's What's just up with your enthusiasm. My God. That's, that's what's one thing that's very difficult about collaborations. How many of them get burned to the ground because, you know, one party's just a flake or mm -hmm. just isn't professional or i've yeah. had it low sir i had uh what a couple of months ago a really high professional drum and bass artist say like chris i'm dropping an album he knows me can you do anything with strings yeah well i've worked out this big orchestral string piece and sent it over it had nothing back like and you know and it's just like what, what you're doing guy come on oh man see <laughs> you reached out to me yeah that's that stuff is not cool that stuff is not you cool know? Not for their for your own integrity, surely. Just right. for your own integrity. Oh yeah. Know? Oh, absolutely. It would devastate me, sir. It would. If I said to you, I'm going to work on something. Even like last week, I said, right, I'm going to write a new piece for the show, as I I always do. Yeah. If I didn't follow through with that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'd quit. Oh, I hear you. You know what I mean? And, and when I say quit, I mean yeah. I wipe myself off the universe. Like, <laughs> right. like I said, music is my life, and my integrity is all I got. Yeah. Salute my loyalty that. as well. So be loyal to your passion. Yep. And yep. the people you're working with and show some respect, please. Yep. <laughs> yep. Show some respect for people. Show some respect for the craft. Show some respect for people's time. Mm. I think that's also very important too as well. Please, time is most key. So, I mean, you, yeah. you work so hard. You know, I value any any bit of time we have. I cherish it because it's awesome. You oh, know what man. I mean? When we Likewise, chat, we just get in the zone. It's just like, I can de-stress a bit. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool, isn't it? it? It's good times, man. It's, it's certainly... Uh, uh, good times and my gosh this has been a treat man I, I appreciate you coming on this kind of live impromptu session here and chatting it up you know sharing a, a lot of information too that i think is really helpful and kind of taking people through your collaborative creative process too as well our collaboration i think has been just tremendous and you're always somebody that i'm going to you know, really uh have a high deal of um appreciation for just because all the time you've put into our, you know, our collaborative work. And I really appreciate that. And I really respect what you do, but I definitely want to bring you back 
on here and we'll chat it up some more but man what a great time it's been kind of hanging out with you why it's been amazing yeah yeah what time is it there now it's got to be about afternoon time there right it is one o'clock now oh my goodness are you gonna get some uh, food there man are you gonna you know you know in in like say an hour that frying pan's gonna be sizzling (laughs) that frying pan sir will be sizzling with some sausages and bacon again (laughs) that's good stuff you gave me some ammunition now i can i can i'm gonna create some jokes now because of that man i you got me cracking up here oh man i got i've got an idea for a good joke uh, to throw at you too off uh, off air there that's hilarious <laughs> uh, that's that's cool man how about yourself you know what i'm going to i'm probably crash here it's been a long day i was with work and whatnot i came on and you know caught you online and we you know we've been chatting about maybe uh giving the live show a little run there and i'm fried man it's 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 oh, about 6 a.m so. man i'm i'm on fumes here man i'm, I'm kicking on fumes <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's been like a, a hell of a time uh, chatting with you here on this live broadcast here. And, folks, you've got to check out Christopher Goodhall. By the way, do you like Chris or Christopher? I, I kind of get formal with your name, but. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, Chris is cool. Okay, cool. If you, if you prefer Christopher, then whatever, but Chris is cool, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I didn't know if you had a preference on that, so I didn't want you to be like, man, he always calls me Christopher, but I like Chris, you know. So, uh, yeah. man, yeah. folks, check out Chris Goodhall online. Good guy. He's making some cool stuff. He can certainly enhance any project that you have. And, you know, make sure you compensate this man. I always say that because, you know, as creatives, whatever you can throw in the bucket, man, it's, it's important <laughs> and uh, it counts. I, I'm exactly the same. If I, I gain any knowledge, sir. Like from a from another musician, I pay it forward, you know. Yeah, I chuck him a twenty note and be like, "Take it, please." Yeah, exactly. You've just you've just saved me a lot of hurt in the future. Right, right. Even a little. I won't bit. be making that mistake again. <laughs> That's the truth. Because I mean, a little bit, you know, a little bit of appreciation. I think is always I think just uh, the best way to approach situations when you're creating and collaborating with people. Really gotta try to uh, to compensate. Definitely, but you know, it's like what I said to you, sir. It's like I said to you. I, I, I am obviously at the moment willing to work for free, right? But right. again, if someone wants to compensate you, I'm not going to be insulting them and, and refuse what they're offering because that's just insulting, right? Right. You right. know. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, you, you're you're a good you're you're you know you're you're hungry. You want to do cool stuff, and uh, you love the craft, and and that's that's what it's all about, right there. That's why I'm. I mean. We, we've all done our free work, our pro bono work, you know, gratis. I mean, we've, we've all done that. And, you know, sometimes you just have to do that. But yeah, I think in collaborations, it's really important. And particularly now that I've dealt with so many different types of people. And I think it's good to, especially in entertainment, I think it's good to appreciate people and give them some type of compensation. Oh, and definitely. It doesn't so, have to be a like- lot. Whatever yeah, because I'm at the level it. now where I want to start earning you money. You know, yeah. if I'm going to work on a film for you, I want to make that score well, yeah, as that... socially acceptable and as powerful as we possibly can. Well, we'll make sure we get you compensated in that budget, man. We'll make sure you you are taken care of to the best of the uh, the budget's ability. I'm just big on that. You know, that's we don't create stuff just for free. We create stuff because we love it. But we hope that um, obviously we can be compensated for that eventually. Oh, because, oh definitely. You know, nice. You know, so, you know, 
because obviously like like you were saying we've we've done our free work you know and yeah, I, I feel like at this moment in time the sign that I, I can give and obviously the work that you're doing is too professional yeah it's not not to be earning revenue it's you know right it actually right. being sorting for the for it not to be earning revenue sort of thing yeah it's you know what i mean because you've you've dedicated your whole life to it and, and it's clear from viewing that it is brilliant you know Oh. I was just about to swear and go go on, but it is. <laughs> I was hoping amazing. Some, I was looking for. I was looking for a sound drop there, man. I was looking for one, man. I, you got the cool accent, so I was like, man, I could I could use that as a sound drop. <laughs> I can't get well, you. To slip I, I, up. Thought, I thought like I've got like a bohemian sort of mix of an accent. <laughs> you know, it's not quite pure tone English. <laughs> it would get me laid, Chris, if I had it, man. I'm telling you, man. Uh, you could you, you just get you give me that accent for about 20 minutes, man, and I might be able to. Uh, charm a few oh my <laughs> especially in your lower register sir imagine a, an english accent in your low register them ladies uh, you're dropping. <laughs> you know, oh, man, you, you're you'd walk in a room so you'd walk That's in a funny. room sir and you would have to have armbands on because the woman just be wet <laughs> you know water levels would be rising you know <laughs> sorry for my uh, <laughs> i love that that is a great way to wrap this uh session here my <laughs> god man got me cracking up here and if we've offended anyone ah oh, fuck it need to have oh, i do apologize i'm oh, not i'm not god. this crude i honestly i love trust it. me i'm not this crude. you know what I man? Blame max hey. <laughs> and I'm, I'm cool with that I, I take ownership of that i appreciate that man well folks man let me give a salute to this gentleman for coming on here impromptu here and wrapping this little live test here this will go up as a, a live episode uh, on the podcast feed here in the next couple of days. But again, make sure you check out the work of Mr. Chris Goodhall. He does kind of fly under the radar. He's an interesting fella. But uh, once you get to, to know him, you will get to appreciate the things that I appreciate. And that's, you know, you really, a, you're a brilliant individual. So thanks. Sir. That means a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, my God, make sure you get some good lunch in there, man. <laughs> I definitely am. You know, that, that frying pan's going to be sizzling soon. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I didn't know you ate so much pork, man. You had me you had me cracking up with that. That is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm actually oh terrible. I'm really, like, sloppy. Because when I work, I work. <laughs> and I don't move until it's, it's done. You know, uh, so I just want quick five minutes, go down. You know, you. if I could bring a frying pan or even a, a little hob upstairs, I might... <laughs> you know, I don't even have to move from the studio. I'd just be self-sufficient in one room. Oh, hilarious. It like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man, have a great rest of your day. I will certainly hit you up after this. God, I think it's time Get to... Get some uh, much-deserved sleep, sir. Oh, Get man. some much-deserved sleep. Uh, hopefully I can, man. You know how our minds work. We'll sleep for two hours and be back up. I'll write you a lullaby, sir. I'll write you a lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> no, send don't make, over. You know, don't send me anything because that'll keep me up for an extra three hours, man. I, I'll start to get creative again and write like five scenes, man. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's awesome that it helps you, man. That's brilliant. That's that's the it, best thing I've heard. Oh man, it's beautiful. It's, it's really cool how that uh, how that whole process works. But again, man, thanks for coming on the Cinema After Dark podcast it's been here. A pleasure, live. Sir. It has been a treat. God, let's fade out here. What do you think? Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, folks, that was Mr. Christopher, a.k.a. Chris Goodhall. He has been so kind to come on and uh, 
this gentleman is uh you know really the mastermind behind the bumper music for the show uh as well as you know god every everything we've done on the show musically ex- except for some of the stuff that i you know licensed in the beginning but you've really uh, kind of uh helped to brand this thing so uh, i appreciate that and man check him out folks on that note we're going to take a short break here play a little bit of music but we'll be back with more after this break and welcome back to the show here tonight before we wrap i need to thank our guest again mr christopher goodhall what a great discussion that was it was fun hanging out with him and my god am i fading fast here it is six o'clock in the morning here pacific standard time out in los angeles i guess it is about nine o'clock a.m on the east coast there my god what a great conversation that was and obviously we were chatting from across the pond as he would say but most importantly i want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to this show obviously the show does not exist without you listening so please remember to spread the word about this show make sure you check us out on mixler as well that's mixler for those that are familiar with it it's mixlr.com slash cinema after dark we'll certainly be doing a lot more live shows here we're just going to have some fun with it i mean we're going to have callers call in and you know it should be a a shit show so with that said i I grabbed that slogan off of one of my buddies (laughs) michael deacon 